hello, and welcome back to the Payday Podcast. It's been a while. I missed y'all. I didn't know that How to Shop for Food was going to accidentally be our mid-season finale for season one of the Payday Podcast, but I'm back. You see, like many of you have experienced, the last couple of months have been difficult. There have been some unexpected happenings. But folks, we are finally back on track. And today's interlude episode is going to be all about how we handle the unexpected. This is Samantha Mantra, and welcome back to the Payday Podcast. So, the unexpected. The unexpected can be anything and everything. If you're on the East Coast, you might have gotten some basement flooding with Hurricane Ida. If you're on the West Coast, you might have had to deal with some extra smog and smoke this year. The unexpected could be your coworker quitting and your workload quadrupling. It might have been a family emergency that required you to kick in some extra funds that you were counting on for your own personal needs. It really could be anything. And so all of us struggle when the unexpected happens, especially when we have multiple things happen at the same time, which has been the last two years. We did not expect that we would be rounding out year two of a global pandemic, for example. So how do we deal with the unexpected? It starts very basically by taking a really deep breath. The gut reactions that we have when an event occurs are usually not the best reactions. So if, for example, let's say your furniture got ruined in some light flooding, for example, your gut reaction might be, screw this, I'm going to go buy furniture immediately. It would have been better off if you took a really deep breath and say, okay, what are my options here? Are there any zero interest options? So I'm not putting down two grand at this exact moment as I replace living room furniture. And that varies a lot. But your first big breath when the unexpected hits you will save you money because you're not gut reacting to things. And our gut reactions are survival reactions. What do I need to do to survive? What do I need to know? What do I need to do to make sure person who is important to me is okay? If mama needs money, mama's getting money. That's what she needs right now. We can't lose the house, whatever it is. If it's a work-related situation, you're like, okay, I'm just going to work super late for the next six weeks, and then they'll hire this person by that time, and we'll be okay, and therefore I'm not cooking for the next couple weeks because I'll be working until midnight or I'll be working until 9 o'clock. The unexpected is out of your control, but you can, co- you can control your reactions to the unexpected event. But that can't happen unless you're willing to pause in the first moment and take a giant breath. (sighs) Okay, this has happened. What are my options and what are my resources? Yes, I'm capable enough to handle it, but are there things that would decrease my stress as I am handling X situation? The next thing you need to do is prioritize. So a lot of us have had this experience where we have decided that work maybe isn't the priority, that there are other priorities that are more more important, that demand our attention now. And so some folks have quit. Some folks have asked to be reassigned to different roles in order to take on caretaking responsibilities, in order to just reassess their life. The second thing you do is prioritize what actually needs to happen. Because although you're extremely capable, you're not Superman and you're not Superwoman. There's going to be things that you're not going to get done. And if you had those on your to-do list, you're going to beat yourself up about it. 
So what is not getting done? And can you keep the list of things that you have to do to handle X to less than five a day? Because that will help. (laughs) It will greatly help your mental health as you navigate the unexpected. Send out the call for help. Call in reinforcements. Ask coworkers. Ask brothers and sisters. Ask the best friends. Hey, do you know of anything about this? Do you know if anyone's having a sale on this? I need to replace this. Do you know if there's a better option here? You don't know what other people don't know. And when all of your attention is occupied by handling an immediate crisis or something that's very demanding immediately, you're not going to have a lot of leftover brain power to go researching. So externalize. Send those text messages. Hey, do you happen to know if anybody has a new car that they're selling? I need to get a new car immediately. That's what needs to happen. And friend might hit you back like, yes, best friend is actually selling a car. We can get you to see it this Saturday if you're interested in that. Ask for help. Externalize. When you're in a crisis, there's two really important parts. There's the first part where it hits you, the part where you really need to take that big breath. And the second part that's really important is when you're halfway through, when you're in the eye of the storm. And it's just calm enough that you could see what's going to happen next You can catch your breath a little bit, and you can also see how rough it's going to be. And so depending on where you're at personally, it's either invigorating or demoralizing to be in the eye of the storm. If it's invigorating, that's because you can see the end to it. You can see that you're halfway through, you see what you need to do, you've already done it before, and you can do it again. But on the other hand, if it's demoralizing, it's because you recognize that there's still more things to do and you're exhausted by it. And if that's where you're at, I need you to remember one thing. Any really big task can be broken down into smaller and smaller pieces. And so that might just mean going day by day for a couple weeks or a couple months until you're finally through it, that situation, that unexpected thing that threw you off course. And you could lift your head up and say, oh, it's been two months, but now it's over. Break big tasks down to just the small things that you need to do. Cut the overwhelm out. You have other business to handle. Lastly, some of us expect the unexpected. And so that means that previous you, past you, might have put the work in already to having an emergency fund. Use it. Sometimes we don't use the emergency funds we've built up because we don't want to touch them, but that's literally what they're there for. And so if you've been doing the work for yourself in the background of your life of, you know, making sure you have everything in order, you have a real emergency fund, you're trying to get the debt down, and then something happens out of left field, take a deep breath. Use your funds for what they're there for, to keep you out of debt, to address the emergency, Preparation from past and previous you can be hugely stress-relieving when you're currently in the situation. So expecting the unexpected without it being a dreary task is part of your regular day-to-day. That means that, you know, you get yourself little apartment insurance or home insurance to protect your belongings in case of a flood. It means that you have an emergency fund. It means that you talk to people and you share resources among your friends, your community, your family. The unexpected is something you can handle. I think we have, in one way or the other, proven to ourselves over the last two years that we're much more capable of surviving things than we may have previously thought. So, 
take a deep breath. You're here, you've gotten here, and we're gonna get on to the next part, which is making your life easier again. Building routines that mean that you don't have to stop and make decisions every 25 minutes. Make your life easier. Speaking of ways to make your life easier, if you're getting ready to start a podcast and you haven't heard of Anchor, it's the easiest way to get started. It's free. Anchor distributes your podcast for you across multiple platforms, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Their app allows you to edit straight from your phone or computer, and there's no minimum listenership to start earning revenue. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Making your life easier comes from a lot of different things. It comes from having routine. It comes from offering yourself kind of mini rewards in between your big tasks that you're doing and the smaller tasks that you're doing. Making your life easier could be as simple as setting aside time to meditate and breathe. It can be as complicated as saying, I'm going to rebuild the emergency fund to what it was before this thing happened to me. And I know I can do that. So these are my first steps again. And to also, lastly, tell yourself the truth, right? How you might be feeling is not usually what is actually happening. So you could feel bad about ending a situation, about having to finish up dealing with an unexpected happening, but you did it. You handled it. It's clear and gone from your life. And although it left an impression on you, your life has now moved on to another thing. And so tell yourself the truth. You did that. You handled that. The next thing we're going to do is take care of you for a bit and build yourself back up. This is an interlude episode. This is absolutely a shorter episode, but I just wanted to talk to you, my listeners, freeform for a little bit. It's been hard, but forgive yourself if the unexpected happens. You are back up on your feet, and we're going to do this thing called life well. This is your host, Samantha Mantra, and this is the Payday Podcast. I will be speaking with y'all very shortly. Signing off, I hope you have a wonderful day and that you take some time to breathe.